and we are recording for Tuesday, January the 10th, 2023. And um, my name is Nadine Davis, and I have uh, Life's Uncertain Journeys podcast team who are co-hosting alongside uh, with, with me tonight. And so we're going to go ahead and get started by asking our sister Dorothy to pray for our podcast tonight, please. Father God, we come to the throne of grace one more time. We've come to say thank you. And thank you for bringing us into this new year. Lord, we're looking for you to do amazing things in us in this new year. Be with us and guide us, Lord. And as we listen tonight, let us be able to hear a word for our souls tonight that will just enrich us and we can carry it with us. Lord, be with everyone that's on this podcast and this bless us, Lord. And thank you for your many blessings you store upon us each and every day. We ask all this in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Dorothy. Um, we are a Life's Uncertain Journey. This is our weekly podcast that we do every Tuesday. And the podcast exists to provide some real talk about the troubled times that we're living in. Uh, our conversations are centered around the word of God. And the reason for that is because the word of God is true. And there's no other source for truth on this planet that I know of that is reliable besides the word of God. So uh, we want to welcome any new listeners as well, those of you that may be joining us on Facebook, YouTube, as well as uh, those that are here in our live Zoom studio. We also welcome those that downloaded our, uh, that downloads our podcast from iTunes, Spotify, Our Heart Radio. We know that uh, although you're not listening to it live, that um, you, you found a desire to download our podcast, and we thank you for that. Uh, but we would like to get to know you, so please feel free to reach out to us via email at lifesuncertainjourney um, at gmail.com. Um, the Lord commissioned this podcast to proclaim his gospel, and that's what we desire to do uh, through the many myriads of teachings and other things that the Lord is allowing us to experience. Um, and, and for those that he send our, send our way, we want to, them to be able to know that uh, the gospel message is the power of God that provides salvation to everybody that will listen and believe it. And I know that we all know that uh, we have an enemy who tries to blind the minds of some so that they cannot receive it. But we're asking God to use our time together um, just to be able to proclaim it to those that come to this uh, podcast. And um, Paul, uh, who I'm not, who wrote a lot of our uh, epistles, a lot of the epistles in the uh, New Testament, he wrote in 1 Corinthians 15 that um, he delivered uh, to us what he also received because he did not meet Jesus with the rest of the disciples. He didn't find out about Jesus until after Jesus had died and. Uh, ascended to heaven, but that it didn't stop God from reaching out and, and uh, touching his life. Um, but once he came to the knowledge of who Jesus was, God used him to share the gospel with others. And the gospel message is primarily about the fact that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures. And um, those very scriptures are written in the, in the Bible, and they are the ones that tell us about Jesus. And it says that Jesus was sent 
by God to seek and to save the lost. He came to destroy the works of the devil and to give us back eternal life that was lost at the garden when um, Adam and Eve fell. He also came to deal with our mean, cold, and wicked hearts that couldn't do right if we tried. Most people don't realize that. They think that we're, we're Christians because we do, are do-gooders. No, we're Christians because God had mercy on us. He forgave our sins. And he allowed us to become members of, of his family. And so we're grateful to God for that. And that's why we want to share this gospel with those that may be visiting us from whatever venue. Um, but understand this, we're all helplessly sinners, sin sick souls. And God knew that. And so what he did, it was orchestrated a great exchange. And his uh, son um, would become sin for us and the father would get in return, give us forgiveness. Now I send that to God that was, pay, was payable uh, by the death of his son, Jesus Christ. So that those of us who believe, who believe this will experience this divine exchange that took place and accept Jesus Christ's sacrifice. He was the one sacrifice in our stead. And so um, we are very um, adamant about sharing the gospel, especially at this, uh, in this particular season, because everyone can see, you know, you don't have to be, uh, you know, too, too, too swift to realize that stuff is messed up in this world and it's not getting better. Every day it seems to get crazier and crazier. But, um, if you accept Jesus Christ, the sacrifice that he made for your life, um, that, that Christ, that God raised him from the dead, and that he's now seated at the right hand of the Father making intercession. He's praying for us. So if you'd like to learn any, uh, more, please email us at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com and, and we'll try to explain everything a little better to you. And we also offer a discipleship study entitled Disciple Me, where me or one of our ministry team will walk alongside you uh, in a one-on-one -on -one study uh, to get you started on your faith journey. And so if you're interested in that, by all means, please reach out, same email address, lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. Also, if you have prayer requests or just need a listening ear, reach out, email us, and uh, we will be sure to get back with you. I'd like to invite you to consider also joining my husband and I on Thursdays. We have a, a Bible study every Thursday at 7 o'clock p.m. called New Beginnings. We're just starting in the book of Hebrews. And so you are more, um, we'd love to invite you to come and join us uh, at charlottechristianfellowship.org. You can go to that website and there's a link that will lead you into the Bible study. That's charlottechristianfellowship.org. So um, we're going to get on into our study tonight. Praise, hey, y'all, I did that in seven minutes. Praise God. So we got <laughs> some good study time and talk time tonight. I, I ask the Lord, help me get through that in a, you know, in a timely fashion so that we can get to the meat of the matter. Um, anyway, our topic that we, uh, we're on um, part two in this series, dealing with being uh, becoming true worshipers. And so um, what I wanted to ask is, um, how many of you heard about the six-year-old that shot his teacher in the news? Anybody? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, and how many of you uh, uh, listening have heard of anything like that that you've ever known about? 
in your lifetime? Anybody? Me either. I haven't heard well, about Well, I don't think, how many people hear from Shower? Oh, because there was one, it was some, some years ago, maybe it was a <clears throat> young man, and I can remember it was off of, of, off of Beatty Ford Road somewhere mm -hmm. that shot one of his parents, but he wasn't as young as this six-year-old. Yeah, that's that's the kicker. It's six years old. Yeah, you know, because a lot of you know teenagers, they already are in trouble. But I'm telling you, it's it's a wake up call of sorts to uh, just get us to to really wrap our minds around the times in which we're living in. Yeah, and I yeah. believe that you know these things, these horrible, horrid things that are taking place, hopefully, will work as a catalyst in our lives to help us to get serious about our faith and about our commitment to Christ. Because these things are happening just like the Bible said it would, you know? And, you know, it called, I don't know about y'all, but what kind of thoughts come across your mind when you hear stuff about, hear those kinds of things and think about the times in which we live in? It's gotta make you wonder, you know, just how soon the end is. Anybody have some of those thoughts besides me? No, I do. And that's why I started having conversations with my son about, you know, sometimes we want to pacify things and sugarcoat it, but there's mm -hmm. no way we can camouflage any of that's going on. So it's time to have upfront conversations with yes. your kids about what's going on in the world. Yes, um, ma'am. Not hold it in so that they won't be shocked if they see something or hear something, because sometimes that makes you shut down or frighten you to not want to go to school or not want to interact with other kids. Mm -hmm. you know who your covering is. God is your covering. You stay under your covering. Man. Keep talking to him. He'll guide yeah. you. you know? Praise God, Tawanda. That is absolutely so true. And not only for our, our children, but anyone in our family that we love. We don't want them to go to hell. You know, and if we're trying to save, if we're trying to save face uh, and not present the gospel to them and you know so that they can make the decision is theirs but at least we would want them to know this the times that we're living in and that there's a way that they can you know not be uh the beneficiaries of the wrath of god that's coming on this world according to romans 1 the world is under god's judgment can someone get that? I want to want you to read read what I'm talking about so you can know what I mean when I say that. What, what chapter? I mean, what Romans, book? Romans chapter one. Whoever gets it first. I have it. Uh, verse one, Nadine. Mm -hmm. Is that Alicia? Hi. Hey, darling. I couldn't even see you. I got this thing blocking everything. Go, go right ahead. It's the CSB version, the gospel um, for Roman Paul, the servant of Jesus Christ called as an apostle and set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who was a descendant of David according to the flesh and was appointed to be the powerful son of God according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection of the dead. Through him, we receive grace and apostleship 
to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name among all the Gentiles, including you. Alicia, thank you. Yeah. Start reading in verse 18, darling. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Uh, let me get 18 real quick. Here we go. Verse 18. For God's wrath is revealed from heaven against all godlessness and unrighteousness of people who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. Yes. Since what is that? Did you want me to keep going? Yep. Okay. Since what can be known about God is evident among them because God has shown it to them. That's right. For his invisible attributes, that is, his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly seen since the creation of the world, being yes. understood through what he has made. That's right. As a, re as a result, people are without excuse. Say wow. that. Say that. Mm -hmm. For though they knew God, they did not glorify him as God or show gratitude. Instead, their thinking became worthless and their senseless hearts were darkened. Claiming to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immoral God for images resembling moral man, birds, four-footed animals, and reptiles. Yeah, read, read, read verse 22 again. Yep. Claiming to be wise, they became fools. Yeah, don't they remind you of stuff you see people on TV talking about? Go ahead. Mm. Uh, uh, 23, and exchanged the glory of the immoral God for images resembling mortal man mm -hmm. and birds, four-footed animals, and reptiles. Therefore, God delivered them over in the desires of their hearts to mm -hmm. sexual impurity, to their bodies, where degraded among themselves so that their bodies was degraded among themselves. They exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worship and serve what has been created instead of the creator mm -hmm. who was praised forever. Amen. 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 For this mm -hmm. reason. Oh. Okay. For this reason, God delivered them over to disgraceful passions. Their women exchanged natural sexual relations for unnatural ones. The men in the same way also left natural, natural relations with women and were inflamed in their lust for one another. Men committed shamely, shameless acts with men and received in their own persons the appropriate penalty of their era. And because they did not think it worthwhile to acknowledge God, God delivered them over to a corrupt mind so that they do what is not right. That's good. That's it. That's it. That's where we are today. Here in 2023, this is the judgment of God. And we're seeing it playing out before our eyes. Amen. Amen. What comes next? Excuse me, Nadine. Yes. Excuse me. We are not live on Facebook. Right. I was looking for it. It's not there. We're not. Mm -mm. Oh. Oh. Well, let me see. It says live stream. But we're probably, that's probably live streaming to YouTube. Well, we'll worry about it. Um, we'll have to worry about okay. it. Nope. Because yeah, that's fine. I don't know how to fix it. You know what I'm saying? That's it fine. Cutting it off and then no, we don't need to do that. But I'll upload, I can upload this whole thing tomorrow. 
Is that okay? Okay, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It says right here that it's live streaming. And I don't know how to, uh, um, I don't know how to turn it off, turn it on. Okay, so, okay, thank you, darling. Mm -hmm. So uh, what I was saying is that what comes next is God's wrath. Mm -hmm. Okay, we're already judged. We see everything that the Bible is talking about, going, what, what happens as a result of people not acknowledging God. And they said, scripture said they don't have any excuse. Right. Uh, but since we believe that Jesus Christ died and rose again, uh, uh, I'm reading from, um, I'm reading from, uh, what's this passage of scripture? I think it's First Thessalonians. It says, for the, for the Lord himself, oh yeah, it says, for since we believe that Jesus died and rose again, I declare to you by a word from the Lord that we who are alive, and who are left until the coming of the Lord will not precede those who have fallen asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a cry of command and with the voice of an archangel and with the sound of the trumpet of God, the dead in Christ will rise first. And then we who are alive, who are left, will be caught up together with them in the clouds. Now we, this takes place before God's wrath. This is what we have to look forward to. Those of us that are, are believing in, in, in Jesus Christ. And he says, then we who are alive and who are left will be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so will we always be with the Lord. And then he goes on to say, therefore, encourage one another with these words. I want to encourage all ladies tonight that as you all are continuing to pursue God, as you all are continuing to seek his face concerning your lives and the lives of your loved ones, the wrath of God is not your issue. But our issue is living for God now while we are in this earthly realm mm -hmm. and fulfilling the will for which he saved us. Mm -hmm. So the Lord wants to encourage us that truly love him and worship him with all our heart, soul, and mind. Um, you know, he, he, he sent his son, and we have believed on his son, and therefore, we don't have to worry about that great and terrible day that's coming upon this world. But mm -hmm. we want to warn others right. to repent and to surrender their lives to God. And, you know, if I were you, if you're not used to sharing the gospel with people, sit down with the Father and, and with the Lord and ask him, to help you to, um, to, to be comfortable about sharing his word with people. I mean, you don't have to know everything. You know the main thing because the main thing is what saved you, the gospel, right? Everybody hey, know what- Miss Nadine, we got a question in the chat um, before you go on. Darlene was asking, does this, meaning I guess the, the Roman scripture we just read, does this also tie in with the great falling away spoken of and Second Thessalonians 2. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it does, Darlene. That's Elaine. I'm sorry. Huh? Or oh, Elaine. Okay. I'm no, sorry. it's Elaine. No, I'm sorry. Okay. No, I'm, okay. Okay. I'm just, oh, oh, I'm sorry. I know. Okay. No, Thank we're you. Twins, so. okay, yeah, that's yeah. Good. Those are just very specific examples, not all the examples, but examples of this is what falling away looks like. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Yep. Thank that's you. what it looks like. So, um, 
But anyway, while we're waiting for our Lord's return, and um, we should be serving and worshiping the Lord, and uh, you know, whatever is going on in our lives today are going to reflect whether or not we are being a benefit to what God has uh, called us to be about at this hour. So can someone uh, read John 4, 23 and 24? It's a part of uh, this theme scripture that, that we wanted to cover regarding our worship. John 4, 23, 24. Same version, but an hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the father in spirit and in truth. Yes, the father wants such people to worship him. God is spirit and those who worship him must worship in spirit and in truth. And that's where we are today. Um, I wanted to ask anyone, if you, uh, anyone that's uh, that was here last week, if they have any uh, takeaways from our, top, our conversation last week that they'd like to share. <clears throat> Were there some things that resonated with you that you're, you're willing to share with the listeners tonight? Anything that we talked about last week? I think one of the questions that you asked is what is the source of our spirit, our inner heart? Um, and sometimes we get complacent in situations or um, circumstances that don't mean that we've fallen away, just our focus has been diverted to something else. Correct. And he let me know your focus has been diverted. Um, mm -hmm. But sometimes we try to quiet that voice with other things and drown it out with something else. But then it get louder and louder until you you hear. Um, and so the beautiful thing about staying connected to the vine is that he continues to send constant reminders that, hey, I'm here. I ain't going nowhere. And you have to stay in tune with him. And it's not just in being distracted by things. It's when we fall or when we do something else he he speaks to you and sometimes it's quiet and other times it's very loud when you're not listening mm -hmm. so that is what the lesson is that i've been sitting in is that tawanda you 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 lost focus you forgot where i brought you from and i'm needing you to remember that i'm here and that you need yes. to stay with me Hallelujah. don't worry about the world and the things that's going on don't even worry about your loneliness Focus yeah. on me and I'll provide everything that you need. And so that's what he's been speaking to my heart. Praise God. And and I just would like to 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 touch that a, a little bit when Tawanda so eloquently gave her example. When when I hear you say, and maybe others, um, he he speaks to you, he's there, he reminds you, it's quiet or it's loud, and those kind of things. And the scripture we just read, he gave some um tangible examples of what falling away is, right? And then, so in your example. Some, you know, I used to hear speak and I used to look for an audible voice. And so he doesn't always speak in an audible voice. Some people actually hear it. Nadine has a wonderful mm -hmm. testimony. She heard a voice. Mm -hmm. Some you and you might, but just because you don't hear audible voice don't mean he's speaking. He speaks oh, in no. circumstances, he speaks in lessons, he speaks in yes. consequences, he yes. speaks in, in favor. To say, I'm here with you. You can have that, my daughter, my son. He speaks in life 
circumstances and events and things that we experience that, that, you know, it may make you say, how in the world? Well, it ain't in the world, it's God. And yeah. so we we really have to, like Tawana said, and then the other part I wanted to say is to say, stay close to him. How you stay close to him? How you stay close to him? By reading his word, by fellowshipping with the saints, by, um, you know, living and walking it out, by doing what he says to do, and by being sensitive to that inner Holy Spirit that, that you know, one of the ways um, I know he speaks to me, my stomach turns in a good way, in a bad way too, though, to be honest. But, but you know what I mean? You get that little inner thing and mine be strong, y'all. It's like, okay, 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 I got it. You know, and I, and I have to do whatever that thing is that's bothering me, whether it's give it to him and, and, and take my hand off of it, whether to go somewhere and do this thing that I'm not trying to do because I'm people pleasing or I'm doing something other than for him. I'm doing yeah. it, you know, I'm trying to avoid conflict because I don't want nobody to be mad, but he said, go ahead and address it, confront or whatever it is. So yeah. I just wanted to, that's what I was thinking to Wanda when you shared that. It's like, yeah, he talks to all of us, y'all, and he is always there. So we have to get in tune and connected to how he shows up in our life. It, is he right. going to knock you off a donkey like he did Um our other disciple oh, is yeah. he going you know how, how how does he have to get your attention to know this is me this is i'm your father yeah. and i'm right here talking to you amen That's hallelujah thank you for that that revelation it is so very true god and, and and even in these testimonies that you're sharing people that are listening now they're going to learn that they probably have been hearing from god and didn't even know that they weren't looking at it from that perspective. That's they were right. Listening for an audible voice, you know, That's or right. something like that. But the testimonies, you know, Tawanda, of how, you know, how God is uh, uh, reaching to you and speaking to your heart and Alicia and, and all of this, uh, I, I just want to add this caveat, should be in the context with the word. Yes. The experiences and circumstances and things outside of the context of God's word can lead you to trouble because you, you won't, you won't have the, the uh, right information, but, you know, being in faith and in Christ, we know that the living word of God gives us that information that we need. Okay. And it, it, that's the Holy spirit speaks through God's word. The Bible says Hebrews one said that uh, in the past, Jesus, uh, in, in the past, God used the prophets and, and, and those folk, to speak to his people. But he said, today, I speak to you through my son. Right. His son is a representation of the living word of God because we don't see him. We can't sit down and have a conversation with him unless we sit down and open that book. You sit down right. and open that book and you can have right. a conversation. You can, you, you can have a conversation. You can understand things in God right. will himself. Excellent, right. excellent, excellent. Thank you, Alicia. Mm -hmm. It takes um, a life surrendered to Christ to become a true worshiper. So um, what uh, John 4, we just got finished uh, reading a few minutes ago, uh, tells us is that God is looking for those kind of people to worship him, who are going to worship him according to spirit and according to truth. And we said this, the spirit represents the Holy Spirit and the, and the truth represents the word of God. Okay, so um, what is there any other takeaways that anyone had that they want to share? 
Well, I'll just elaborate on what Alicia says, but tying specifically to John 4, um, because he, you got to remember, he's talking to the Samaritans and they have been doing this religious thing called this mountain worship. And so uh, taking what everybody's just talking about, uh, it's it's so important that the, because he's spirit, spirit has no boundaries. Spirit goes whenever, however, whoever it, he wants to work. So what he was telling the Samaritans, and I think what we just got through saying is that don't box God in. He's spirit. Amen. And in his power, he can go, move, do, have his being. The Samaritans were worshiping a place. And that's the same warning to us too. It's not a church as we talked about last week. It's not necessarily tied to a, it is not a building. Um, so uh, we do that for convenience out of, out of ritual. I don't know what, how it manifests itself. Uh, but we like things kind of tidy and, and, and predictable. Right. Spirit, right. The only thing predictable about spirit is that he's true. And we know that he can have his weight. That's what's predictable. Yes. Yes. So. Thanks, Jan. Absolutely true. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you all, but the, the greatest revelation that blessed my socks off from last week found in Hebrews chapter two, verses 11 and 13. And if someone can get that and read it, read it, please. Hey, Melissa. Melissa. Hello. Well, Hello. I have it again. Hebrews 2, chapter 11. For the one who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one father. That is why Jesus is not ashamed to call them brothers and sisters, saying, I will proclaim your name to my brothers and sisters. I will sing hymns to you in the congregation. Hallelujah. Jesus helps us worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And he delights to do that. He said, told in the scriptures, that he, he wrote that me and the children God has given me. That's us, y'all. That's us. And so when we've got Jesus, you know, in us and in the form of his Holy Spirit, he helps us to worship. And our response to the call to worship is to do just that. But unfortunately, in many cases, there are hindrances. Can, can anyone think of anything, things that you might know of that might hinder us following the leading of the Holy Spirit and spending time worshiping our King? L-I-F-E. On this side. Yeah. Children, husband, work. Mm -hmm. um um uh inner desires um uh oh uh like a pastor or somebody that you you know you worshiping before god and so you're following them and and clinging on to what they say as opposed to you know getting yes. the word and and checking it for yourself yeah. everything mm -hmm. ain't for everybody you know and, all those and, things you just said, Alicia, I put it into one bucket called idols. I D O L S. Come on, that's what, yes, ma'am. That's the word, yes, ma'am. That's the, the word, yes, ma'am. That's the word, yes, ma'am. We got to use it. Yeah, we don't. We don't like to call it idols because it's like, oh, it's so. It's not all that. We we like to minimize our stuff. Right. right? We like to minimize our sin. Yeah. No, even good things, and most often it is the good things. 
Yeah. It's the shiny object. It's not the ugly, mm -hmm. big, nasty. It's the, the routine, the mundane. It's the sweet stuff. You know, it's mm -hmm. kids. It's grandkids. You know, mm -hmm. it's just all those things that are near to your heart that's mm -hmm. sitting on top of your heart instead of the Savior. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness, Jay. That you, you put before him. Yeah, so idols and the things I've listed are the examples of the idols, but they're all idols. Mm -hmm. That's right. I think I think too that you know when you when you think of the word idol, um, we can sometimes idolize ourselves. Yes. To think that we can control every single situation in our life. Your mom is sick. Brother's going through something. Your kid is going through something. The next job. The next whatever. Like we think we can we can take control of all of those things, it becomes overwhelming. So yeah. in, in retrospect, we are thinking that we are in control. We idolize ourselves. We think we can do it. Yeah, we're we think everything. that we're the same. We think yeah. that we're the ones that can go in and save the day. Yes. Right? And um, yeah, so it's yeah. submitting ourselves to God, taking ourselves mm -hmm. off and realizing that we are we are limited we may have influence we have, may have been given certain gifts and talents but we are not we are not in control god is and so we That's need right. to call on him and help us with all those situations um, yeah and, and that means developing a mindset that is watchful because you know we're still in these things and god knows that we're still in these carcasses and that's where the, the whole prompting of sin and all those other kinds of things are nurtured. But if we will allow the word of God, going back to what I was saying about Jesus, God speak to us through Jesus Christ's son. And it, he is the living word. He is the logos. And so what winds up happening is, as we sit with Jesus, as we sit with God's word, his word begins to help us because the word of God is spirit and life. And truth. Mm -hmm. All right. It's more than, like you heard me say before, it's more than mere words written on a page. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, Hebrews tell you, sharper than a two-edged sword, cutting down to the bone and the marrow. Mm -hmm. That's your flesh. Mm -hmm. Okay? So if we, you know, if we are worshiping God through the word of God, sitting down and letting, you know, the word speak to us, transform us and do all that God created the word to do in us, we will begin to develop a mindset that will help catch us when we find ourselves leaning toward bowing at, 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 towards an, at, an idol. We'll catch ourselves because we're going to do it again and again. Okay. You, you, know, you know, it's going to happen. But as we grow and mature, we're going to catch ourselves doing that and back up. Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm not, I'm not doing that again. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. But well, the mind, mind, you know, hmm? I'm sorry. Go ahead, Miss Sandy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, I was getting ready to say our mind have to be ready to mm -hmm. call all those things and make like the Bible says, like you said, casting down imaginations mm -hmm. and make it obey the word of God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We yeah. got we've got to go there with our minds and how yeah. we deal with the situations that come that kick off in our lives. You know, mm -hmm. some of us have uh, certain desires that take precedent over God. Yeah. You know, it may not be a personal thing. It may be a longing or want or whatever it is like that, that you can't even put your hands on. But you find yourself thinking about it all the time. 
Mm-hmm. Takes up your day. You know, you know, I saw this car I want or whatever it is. But um, helping us is the Holy Spirit living within. Coupled with our reading of the word of God, God mm-hmm. will speak to it, beloved. He will see to it that we grow, that we, we mature, and that the devil can't just distract us whenever he get good and doggone ready. Mm-hmm. He, he, he's good at distracting. You know what I'm saying? But you know, um, Jesus gave us the perfect example when he um, gave, you know, put those thought, tried to put those thought in his head. He combated it with the word of God, but you have to know it to be able to to bring it back. And I always say, you know, I call it stinking thinking. When a thought comes, don't um, marinate on it. Don't, you know, immediately you have control of your brain, your thoughts, replace it with another thought, a scripture a promise of something, you know, um, that we have to get in the habit of doing that when we, but see yeah. what happens a lot of times that negative thought come and we, we, we marinate on it a little too long. We entertain and it. it and right. what I say, remember this one, Nadine, what you feed grows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so true. Well, I'm going to admit to be yes. a marinator. I, I yeah. marinate. A lot. You're a marinator. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's rumination, right? That's the word <laughs> ruminate. When you ruminate on something over yeah. and over and over. over. Yeah. And, so, and for me, rumination comes from the fact that I like to, I got to solve this. I got to mm-hmm. solve this problem. Right. You know, it's like, it's a piece of code. Right. And I, like my life <laughs> is a piece of code. <laughs> it's like, you know, and it's like, just let it go. Right. Yeah. Let it go, Cheryl. Yeah. And, and just trust God with it. And and like you said, Alicia, changing your thought patterns, right? Because the word tells us, right, to think on what? What is lovely? God's That's word right. is lovely. God's word is good, right? Sing a song of praise. Lord, yeah. that, that, that crazy song from Beyonce was in my head so bad. And I was <laughs> like, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Think of it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right? So I would have, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna find me a new song, right? To sing. And so I had to train my mind because you because the devil, he's just constantly, it's just out in the atmosphere. So even if you're just 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 scanning the television or, or scanning the radio, things are right. picked up. You gotta be careful. You gotta be careful. Yes. So you, you have to, to be, be careful. Vigilant. Right. The, the, it says, yes, God didn't give us a spirit of fear, but of love, peace and a sound disciplined mind. So we have to take responsibility to discipline our mind on our thoughts. Right. And so, yeah, yeah I'm a ruminator and I cannot. Uh, I got I got to do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can and you will. You know, the mm-hmm. whole thing is that we've always got to remember something and we probably don't think about it in the course of our day that we have a relentless enemy. Mm-hmm. And while while we're relaxing and chilling and all that other kind of a thing, he's working. Mm-hmm. He's, trying find, <laughs> he's trying to find little, little, little cracks and crevices, you know, in our faith or or in our uh, in our thought patterns or whatever it is like that, especially in our desires, okay? He tries to find a way and he presents the thought. You think it's you, it's not you. It's mm-hmm. him. He is the one that's he's an instigator. Yeah. And he'll put the drop the thought in your head. Mm-hmm. It happens to me too much for me not to yeah. not to know this. I will be sitting, reading, or whatever it is that I'm doing, and a thought will come across my mind from way across Georgia somewhere. And I have to say, wait a minute. 
Where did that come from? That's a far away place. Look, he put all kinds of, you, you, were, you all know, I probably am yeah. talking to the choir. You've had those moments when, it's, when you're sitting fine, doing good, reading your scriptures or think about the Lord, and all of a sudden, wham, there it comes. Or, you know, you know, we, we're sitting, this happens to me. I'm sitting enjoying the word of God in the morning when I'm doing my fellowship time with the Lord. And all of a sudden, uh, something will ping or ding or go off or something like that. Mm -hmm. What's that? Someone will get up, I'm going to go look, try to find out what it is. You know what I'm saying? Before you know it, I'm going to try to figure out where it came from. Distracted. Distracted. Yeah, I'm off trying to find where the ding was, you know, because we got all these little things. It's two hours later. Look, look, we got Alexa talking. Right. We got phones dinging. Yeah. We got the the ring clinging and all this other kind of stuff going on, you know. And I and I and I catch myself. I, I catch mm -hmm. myself, and I have to say, uh, -uh I'm going. Whatever it is, it's going to be. I'm going to go back to go back to my work. But but you see, it, it goes on all throughout the day. But we got to recognize that it's there, that he is there and his desire is to distract us. But he, he also catches you when you're in the, your moment of vulnerability too. Um, Absolutely. Definitely when you're in your vulnerability, that's when you even harder. Because he's like, oh, I got to end now. And yep. Here you go. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. And you, you know what? I think. I think that when you, when you, you know, for me, when I find myself thinking about something that I cannot control, mm -hmm. which is a lot, right? Um, when I find myself thinking about something that I can't control and it takes me away from God's promise in my life, because that's what it does, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's, it's a reminder of like, it's kind of like a way of God telling me, okay, so you're allowing these, these thoughts to consume you. Yeah. They affect your whole being. So it's a reminder to me, what am I not doing enough of, right? Yeah. What, what am I not doing enough of? So am I not reading the Bible enough? What am I doing when I am alone with God? You know, am I, am I rushed because I have to do things? And so I don't dedicate time to him that I should. So it's really just, it's looking within myself. What is it that I'm not doing enough of? that is keeping me in his promise well see the doing enough of is tricky because mm -hmm. if you're not careful you'll really think that you can do something right what you need to do is to believe something you need to believe god's mm -hmm. word he tells you that the minute that those thoughts that you know you 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 know that they're not aligned with the truth yeah but you will entertain them don't entertain them anymore jesus Cast down every imagination and thought that, that, that draws you away from the knowledge of God. That try to exalt itself against the knowledge of God in your life. And just say to yourself, oh, I'm not going there. I'm not going down there. And, and replace yeah. it with the truth that you know. Don't just say, I'm not going there for whatever the topic is. You know, well, I'm afraid this is going to happen to my son because this, that, and the other. That's, that fear we know don't come from God. You heard it, the same deposited in your mind, and you given this. God didn't give me the spirit of fear, mm -hmm. but a power of love is in mind. God is able to take care of my son. 
My son is holy because God says he's holy and God knows how to take care of him. So therefore, I'm going to leave my son in God's hand and I'm going to trust him. And I'm going to do what God told me to do. I mean, it, 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 it just sounds stupid, I guess, to a lot of people to say those things to ourselves, but not saying them. You see what it does? Right. It leaves space. It leaves space for that thought to grow. You mm -hmm. have to replace it. Just like you said, Nadine, that's the key. If you leave an empty space, something's going to fill that space. That's and right. so you need to fill it, fill it with a positive word of scripture, something, a promise, something you know to be true, good, noble, exactly. right. You know the, the thing right. is that what he tell us to think of. You have to fill the space because it's going to be filled. It's going to yeah. be filled. That's right. And, so, and when I go to bed at night, <laughs> And I struggle sometimes, or well, a lot of times, I'm sorry, I got insomnia. Um, but I was like, oh, no, no, I don't. I'm asleep peaceful. But anytime those thoughts start coming, I say, so, you know what? My mind, my soul, my heart belongs to God. Father God, I need rest in you. Give me rest in you, Father God. Give me peace in you. Comfort me and help me to sleep. And before I know it, I'm snoring. That's wake right. Up morning, like, oh, that was some good sleep, Father God. Thank you. Or if That's I keep right. talking to and I get a couple of hours and I wake up and those same thoughts, I'm instantly calling, Father God, my mind, my heart, my soul belongs to you. Give me rest, Father God. And he yes. keeps giving it to me. Keeps giving it That's to me. Right. And we you know, know that why he keeps giving it to you, Tawana, because you keep, God loves it when we worship him. He yes. likes hearing himself. He likes having the spotlight on himself because he's worthy. So what I hear from you, Tawana, and I heard it last week when you opened this up in prayer, uh, you have a rhythm of worship where you are just simply acknowledging him for who he is. That's right. <laughs> you know, it's, 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 I mean, you, you, you're, you're, you're praying scripture, you're praying the word, but the word contains who he is, right? So what you're saying is that you're all powerful. You hold me, you know, I, I, I kind of do the same thing. I mean, you know, oftentimes what I'm just going to do is just, just tell him back who he is. It's like, father, you know, I don't need to know you all knowing <laughs> if I need to know something, you're going to tell me something. So I release that to you because you're going to tell me what I need to know. It's that um, it's balance, right? And that's what you do, Juana. Yeah. 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 The word contains God because he is God. He is the living word. Yeah. That's the key. God has given us his word and we don't use it. We don't use it. And we're not meditating on it day and no, night, right? No. And so um, the silence is what gets me. So I play um, my Bible app, mm -hmm. I start the Psalms, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, I might go before, but, it, you know, Isaiah can be a little rough at nighttime, you know, when, <laughs> so, but, but, <laughs> but the Psalms is real, it's soothing. Yeah. And so if I wake up, you know, I hear, the, I hear that, I hear it. And so it's in my mind and I can fall back to sleep. Um, so yeah, you, you've got to be, God has equipped us with all the tools necessary and technology yes. is a beautiful thing mm -hmm. to help us. So we don't yeah. have to, we don't have to suffer. Right. right. And like, right. So we can utilize those tools to help mm -hmm. us combat. Right. Um, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. But I think that I want us to have this reminder in the back of our minds that if we don't worship the father in spirit and in truth you're going to worship the other guy right you understand what i'm saying 
I think I was saying that last week that there's no there's no third person. You're either going to worship God or you're going to worship the Antichrist. And, and when you get beyond the days where after we've moved, after the Lord has come to re redeem us, those who are left here on this planet, the Bible says he causes all to worship the beast because their names were not written in the Lamb's Book of Life. That doesn't mean that people can't be saved. It just means that they're going to have to really, you know, we thank God for his grace. He gives us grace. There will be no grace. Grace leaves when we leave. That would be the end of the age of grace. When the wrath of God comes. When you say that, it made me re um, think about where it says either you for me or you against me. It ain't no, ain't no, no in between. There is no in between. No, look, he don't like no lukewarm. He even how to go. Yeah, he's gonna spit you you go. out his mouth if you look warm. He's gonna spit you out. You so. you got it. You understand where I'm coming from. And so these are God's words. These are not my words. These are God's words. And he's trying to let allow those words to train us, develop us, <laughs> mature us, because he's gonna save us. Most people ain't thinking about this, this kind of conversation we're having. People ain't thinking about this kind of stuff. No. They're not. So why, why, why do you think we all, we all into this? Why do we keep going back into the word of God? Why are we looking at, you know, continuing to do this? Because we're called. God has his call on our life. And he promised that he was going to see to it that we got into his kingdom. So he put mm -hmm. his desire in us for these things. The longing and the desires, we can't take credit for it. Mm -hmm. We can't even say we love the Lord like that. Because his Holy Spirit is the one working in us to help us to love God like that. Mm -hmm. Naturally, human humanity, it, it don't cut it. It won't work. Mm -hmm. So we have his spirit and his spirit is in us and we got that seal. We got and the we seal have a surrender already. Huh? And our hearts are surrendered towards him. Our yeah. hearts are surrendered, right? So yes. we, he's chosen us and we've said, we choose you as well, Lord. We've surrendered yes. our hearts to him. And that is in addition to everything him. else you said. Mm -hmm. And you pursue him. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? But but like I said, I don't want you to get the, the, get the thing wrong. It isn't you. It's the spirit of God in you that's making you, drawing you, inspiring you to see God. Mm -hmm. uh, and look, God had to ensure our salvation by giving <laughs> us the Holy Spirit because without him, we would not, we would not be here doing this kind of stuff. We'd be out finger popping somewhere, doing stuff that we ain't got no business. <laughs> but we can't take the credit. You got to know that God says, it is my, God says, I'm the one working in you giving you the, the desire to please me, that's one, and the ability to do so. God says, I do that. Because you gave him it's your body. You say, here I am, Lord. Whatever you want to do, have your way in me. And you know what? He's taking full advantage of you. <laughs> By his Holy Spirit's power.
He's bringing us to that place of wholeness in him. And we can rest assured that when Jesus comes, we leave in here, honey. We getting up out of here. So keep pursuing him. Keep in his word. I can't say that enough. The only way you get to know God and Jesus Christ is through the word of God. It don't come by osmosis. It doesn't. It does not. And he is so gracious in sharing. Um, I think it's in, in, in Psalms where it says he revealed, he confides in those he loves or something like that, it says. But you know, there was a question I kept, I kept asking God. I'm like, God, I know why we want to be with you, but why do you want to be with us? Right. Cause you know, we, we've been hard headed. We've been stiff necked. We've just, we turn our backs on you. Why do you want to be with us? And he was so lovingly, he worked with me and through the word. And he showed me that he's our, he created us. He loves us. He wants to dwell with us. He delights in us. And so that was, um, I, I don't know why I felt like I had to ask that question, but it kept, it was something that was in the back of my mind. I just had to ask. But when he revealed to me, it was because, Cheryl, I love you and I delight in you. And yeah. just like when you're with your family and how you enjoy their time together, I, I enjoy that with you. So, um, yes. That's yeah. good, Cheryl. That's really, yeah. really good. Um, that's I love that question. Why do you, you know, why do you choose me? Mm -hmm. um, but he created us. Mm -hmm. And right. he loves us and he created us for his great pleasure. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, he did. So, you know, it's a, it's a full circle kind of a thing. Yes. You know? Exactly. And like I said before, there are two things that motivates um, our, our hearts toward God. And, in fact, and they are the fact that God is sovereign and that he loves us. I mean, those, those two things, the, the sovereignty means that we know he's got, got our lives covered and can't nobody trump God. Nobody can undo him. He says, I put you in the palm of my hands. Can nobody pluck you out? And then his love for us. Mm -hmm. I love you with an everlasting love. You're mine. Y'all read Isaiah 43? Mm -hmm. You're mine, he says. I'm the one. When you go through the waters, don't worry about nothing because you're not going to drown. Mm -hmm. You go through the fires of life, I got you. You won't even smell like you've been in no fire. That's him, y'all. Confirming in us his love for us and the purpose that he has for our lives. And so anyone else have a question or, or a revelation that you want to share to, or, or, or testimony that you want to share before we close out? Well, I'm going to tell you all this. One of the greatest things that I wanted to uh, present to you all tonight is the power of prayer. I had an incident this week that um, that really blessed me. And I, it's not that I didn't know these things, but it, it was just seeing, you know, when, it's, when you actually see God's hand move in these kinds of ways, it, it just makes you giddy. But um, Monday, uh, Monday morning, um, the Lord had put a burden on my heart to pray um, for, you know, specific individuals. And so I was praying for them and, 
you know, asking God for certain things and whatever like that. And not, I, it couldn't have been no more about two or three hours after I finished, a young lady called me up on the phone and she says, Miss Nady, you must have been praying for me. <laughs> I said, yep, I was. <laughs> she said, well, you know, she went to tell me her story and that she'd fallen away from the faith and that she wanted to get back with God. She wants to get back in right relationship with God. Now, that may not have meant a whole lot to, 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 to certain people, but what God wants us to understand is that he hears and answers our prayers. I never would have thought that that would have been the fruit of the prayer. And I also say that even in our prayer time, if God puts somebody on your mind, pray for them. You mm -hmm. are a royal priesthood and a holy nation. Mm -hmm. God gives priests that kind of assignment. So don't take it for granted. If my name comes up, please pray for me. You don't have to know what's going on. You know, it doesn't, you know, God doesn't necessarily give you all the information. I mean, not to say he can't, but pray. Mm -hmm. Stop right then and there. You don't have to take a long drawn out prayer. Lord, I give, you know, I commend Sister Nadine to you right now. I don't know what's going on to her, but I ask in Jesus' name that you recover and keep her safe. Provide with everything. You know, get in the habit of doing that. And don't dismiss it as if, as if it come from somewhere else. The devil ain't going to ask you to pray for nobody. I promise you. Mm -hmm. When God put that on your heart, pray for that person. Pray for them. Because that's our responsibility. Amen. Tawana, you want to close us out? Please. May I share something with you? Yes, dear. Um, I was asleep. It was over in the middle of the night. It's a good friend of mine. They say her husband took his life. I don't know for sure. I never really asked the question. Mm -hmm. And we really hadn't talked to each other uh, maybe about three or four years. And he, it just something in my spirit last night. It came in my heart to say, you need to call Revolucia Taylor. <clears throat> and I, I just kept messing with it today. And I something says, well, you ain't called her yet. And I looked at the clock and it was about time for a prayer call. And, uh, something said well you better call and I called her she's doing well but I went on and did just what you said I call, I prayed for her but then I called her and you know found out a few things I found out one of um, her son her son a grandson has cancer now and a young man 21 years old so mm. I understand what you're saying but it was in my spirit all day today to call her I drug my feet and he found it would just beat me up before I got on here and before I did the prayer call tonight you need to call her so yes. you're right. You need to do it. Yeah. Spirit. Yes. Please do. Please do. Amen. Thank you for sharing, Dorothy. Father God, thank you for bringing us together again today. Father God, as we come before you, bowing our hearts and our, our minds to you, Father God. Thank, Thank you for filling us with your rich words, Father God, that are so rewarding to our spirits, Father God. I ask that you continue to elevate us spiritually, Father God, to get grow closer to you, Father God. Continue to draw us 
to you as you draw near to us, Father God. Sitting with each and every person that is hurting, Father God. Whether it's a new diagnosis, Father God, whether they're sick in the hospital or at home dealing with illness, Father God. You know you are the king of comfort, Father God. You are the king of healing, Father God. You are the chief physician. You know what each and every person stands in the need of. Father God, I ask that you touch them from head to toe, Father God. Let that diagnosis not bring their spirits down, Father God, but they rejoice because they know you, Father God, that you are in their heart, Father God, that you are the one that has the final say, that you strengthen them, Father God, and you continue to speak to our hearts, Father God, no matter what, Father God. So thank you for that. Thank you for your voice, Father God. Thank you for using people in situations around us, Father God, to get our attention, Father God. And when we stumble, when we get distracted, Father God, thank you for showing up. Thank you for reminding us that you are still on the throne, that you are still working, that you are still transforming, and that you continue to continue to work on our hearts, Father God. And we thank you for that. Continue to renew our minds, Father God. Continue to just speak to our hearts and help us to walk in a manner that is pleasing to you. Help us to walk in meekness, Father God. And as I ask you every day, continue to brighten my tongue. Continue to brighten my mindset, Father God, when it comes to dealing with the world, Father God. Mm-hmm. Help me to continue to walk in, in this spiritual manner, Father God. And not just me, but my brothers and sisters around us, Father God. Help us to reach the people that you bring into our life for us to encounter and share your good news, Father God. No matter what is going on around us, Father God. Help us to take refuge in you in every day, Father God. This world is going crazy, Father God, but you told us that, Father God. Mm-hmm. And the only shelter we have is you, Father God. Help our belief grow more. Help our trust in you grow more and more, Father God, so that when things come, we were not shaken because we are anchored yes, deeply Lord. in you, Father God. Help our roots continue to grow deeper each and every day, Father God, and help us share good news with not only ourselves, but our families, friends, anyone, Father God, that is willing to listen. And for those that are not, Father God, just draw them to you. Draw them in a mighty way, Father God. We don't know when you're going to show up, but help us to stay watchful. Help us to stay vigilant in that, Father God, and help yes, us to Lord, yes. Father God. And as we prepare to go to sleep tonight, Father God, comfort our hearts. Speak to us, Father God, so that when we wake up, rejoicing in you, Father God. Let nothing distract us from your purpose, your will, Father God. Mm-hmm. I ask all these things in Christ Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, uh, Tawanda. Thank you, ladies, so much for joining Amen. us. Tonight. Good to see Amen. you. Love you. Uh, I, will post, I will post this on Facebook in the morning. All right. Okay. Love, Love you. Love you. Good night. Good night. Rest well Good now. Night. You too. You too.